Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9. Do you believe in astrology? If so, do you avoid people with a specific sign? So I'm learning a lot about astrology and zodiac signs from Amber, and I used to be an astrology hater, but I feel like some of my personality traits are similar to my sign, which is a Virgo, by the way. And I was excited about it because you told me all these great things about being a Virgo. And that was until I heard a rumor that J-Lo was having auditions for dancers. And she excused, aka cut anyone that was a Virgo. I remember us talking about that. And I don't know whether it was true or not. It was a rumor. But I I don't want to believe anybody would do that. I just imagine a room. J-Lo goes, is is anybody here a Virgo by any chance? You get some people that are excited. (laughs) Me? I'm a... Does that mean I made the squad, J-Lo? No. Get out. <laughs> I don't want you here. Get I don't out. need any Virgo vibes around here. Exactly. <laughs> I get that. So, Amber, as someone that is super into astrology, is there any signs that you are more cautious about than others? Does it? <laughs> uh, is it a judge of character? You know, I think that with horoscopes and zodiac signs and things like that, astrology signs, that there are pros and cons. There are pros and cons and qualities to people in any, you know, in any sign. Yeah. That, and I don't think I would ever like avoid a person. If I did, it would probably be a Virgo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> love that. Um, when you told me about my sign, I only listened to the pros. And one of the cons you said the other day was that Virgos are the most likely to be serial killers. I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 whether or not that rings true, I'll, I'll have to do more research. But I, I think a weakness of a Virgo is they're overly critical of not only themselves, but for others mm-hmm. as well. And I, I think that that can be a downfall. But... There's a lot of there's a lot of weaknesses to other signs as well. Yeah, I, I'm a little harsh sometimes. I'll admit it. I mean, um, think about being an Aquarius. My weakness is I can be pretty temperamental, and sometimes when I have bad mood, I can be aloof, like really unfriendly, and like shut myself off. Yeah, that's a weakness that I have. There's always pros. <laughs> there's always cons. Sorry that took so long to explain, but I just want to be careful like, <laughs> yeah. about what I'm saying. Uh, let's open up the phones right now. Who's this? This is Vicky from Santa Rosa. My dad used to work with this one person that did all kinds of astrology stuff and could tell you all about your sign from your birthday. So she says, what's your birthday? I'll tell you about your sign. He says, July 21st. And she went, no, got up, moved away, and never talked to him again. (laughs) If I'm correct, that's a cancer, right? It's a cancer Leo. It's right on the cusp. It's on the cusp. So, I mean, uh, there's nothing wrong with cancers. Cancers are very caring people. They can tend to be a little sensitive, but other than that, they're pretty caring people. Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. So do you think that schools should adopt a no-cut rule for sports teams? I'm asking this because my friend Megan from Middletown, she's a volleyball coach, and she posted on Facebook this week that she has to make cuts to the team, and she said, you know, it's kind of hard to do. I need some advice. And I actually decided to do some research as to why school teams make cuts at all. I was just curious. Uh, Then I found that some schools are starting a no-cut rule to their sports teams, 
So Tanner, what do you think about this? Do you think there should be a rule that schools adopt about no cutting on sports teams? What do you think? I think cutting for sports teams in school is okay. Um, The reason why is because I tried to play baseball and I was cut every single year. I was awful at baseball and it taught me a lot of lessons along the way. It taught me how to deal with rejection, which you deal with so much later in life. And it set the foundation for that. And also, I feel like (laughs) I would have just wasted space and everyone's time. So it taught me a lot. Yeah, I and you know, high school is a place where, you know, sports are competitive. Um, what about middle school teams? What do you think about that? I think it's still okay. Okay. I think it's still okay because you can still learn those lessons, even if it's early on, because it sucked. I mean, it really hurt my feelings when I got cut from that baseball team when I was in 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. But, <laughs> but at the same time... Uh, I think I learned a lot from it. Okay. Um, I mean, what do you think about kids who want to learn and want to get better? I think just going and making the extra mile and practicing. I mean, Michael Jordan, he got cut from the varsity team when he was a freshman in high school and he played junior varsity. So it could be inspiring to work on the offseason and to be better. Okay. Well, we're getting some really interesting messages on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Do we think schools should adopt a no-cut rule for sports teams? Why or why not? Danny from Windsor said, probably depends on the size of the team and student body. My high school had tryouts for basketball and baseball but not for football because the roster size was so different. Yeah, 54-person roster. Uh, Blake from Santa Rosa says, I coach high school football, and I have had a 40-plus players for tryout once. I feel like if we had too many players, we would end up taking away from the top players of the team and not develop them as much. Alex from Sebastopol said, Kids learn about disappointment and rejection because for most of us, it's an unavoidable part of life. Nobody needs to help it along unnecessarily, and honestly, tryouts are unnecessary. I think that comment is very interesting. Um, So, yeah, Alex is right that disappointment and rejection is a part of life, but, you know, I, I think what she said is is interesting that nobody needs to help it along unnecessarily. Uh, So I'm going to have to agree with that one. But what do you think? Let us know. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. That could be What playground equipment was around when you were a kid, but would never be safe by today's standards? So I went on a walk in Howarth Park over the weekend, and I was looking at the playground equipment, which is something I don't typically do, but I was looking at it. Oh, you mean you just don't check out a playground equipment? Like, <laughs> huh, the nuts and bolts on this thing are great. Wow, that <laughs> needs an Allen wrench ASAP. You kick it, make sure it's steady. <laughs> like you check a tire, it's the same thing. <laughs> um, but I was looking at this playground equipment, I was like, man, this stuff is way safer than the stuff that was around when I was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, we had metal slides. Amber, did you guys have metal slides in Georgia? Oh, yeah. And those metal slides... You, you couldn't mess around with those because in Washington, it would rain all the time and you would slip off going a thousand miles away into a Are puddle on one of those. Are you serious? Oh, the, yeah. Okay, we didn't experience that. We experienced the heat from the metal slides. Yeah. 
that would just burn your little legs when you went down it. So typically we avoided them. Yeah, it would take <laughs> off all of the hair on the back of your legs yeah. and you would get burns from it. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, metal slides would not exist anymore. Okay, so you didn't see any? No, thankfully. Playground. Okay. Thankfully I didn't because I've injured myself many a times when I was... I, probably the source of my back issues is from those metal slides when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be it. Yeah, and it had all this nice bark at this playground. And when I was a kid, it was those teeny tiny rocks. Really? Did you guys have those? No. No. It was just tiny rocks that were supposed to help you fall and stuff like that. But really, it did not help. I was allergic to the bark on certain playgrounds when I was a kid. Isn't that funny? (laughs) I couldn't go to Burger King because of it. (laughs) You couldn't go to Burger King? I could go and eat there. I just couldn't go play. You were allergic to everything when you were a kid, weren't you? Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. But you're talking about playground equipment we don't see anymore, and... I don't really see ball pits anymore, do you? No. My mom actually. would ne- yeah, my mom would never let me go in the ball pit cuz she was like there's there's probably dirty needles and like all dirty this needles. all this crazy <laughs> stuff in there. And I was like, "What?" There's not going to be dirty needles in this McDonald's, mom. But I think they found out that the ball pits were pretty unsanitary, so they don't I don't think they do that anymore. Yeah, especially since the pandemic. They're like, "Oh, we got to get those out of here." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On our Facebook page, we're talking about playground equipment that was around when we were kids but wouldn't be safe by today's standards. Here's what you said. Dean from Santa Rosa says, the old Doyle Park playground, they had a spinning top that could propel a human at the speed of sound or a swinging cage that would throw you from two stories up. Wow. Oh, yes. <laughs> they don't have those anymore. No, no. Maureen from Santa Rosa said, any metal merry-go-round. Oh, my gosh. I got a concussion from one of those <laughs> once. <laughs> I won't ask. I won't ask. Uh, John Pelluma says, I swear I still have splinters from the wooden seesaw from my childhood. Oh. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. This is Amber and Tanner on demand. Miss something from the show this week? Catch up on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. Or on the new Froggy 92.9 app. So do you ever eat in bed? I know you're not supposed to, but my fiance Cole has been out of town for a few days. He comes back today, so don't try to like stalk me or come by my house or anything. He's coming <laughs> back to defend me. Uh, but yesterday I did something I normally wouldn't do. I ate a cookie in bed. Oh, <gasps> the shock and horror. It really is. Um, I was having a day and I just wanted to snuggle in bed with my dog, with a Keelan Lercoy, watch Bridget Jones' diary, and eat a cookie. And I wanted to do it in bed, and so I did it. I, I ended up only eating half of it because my stomach swelled up like a balloon after I started eating it. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I, I did feel a little guilty because bed's only supposed to be for sleeping. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, Tanner, do you or Cammy ever eat in bed? All the time. And while <laughs> you're talking about this, I'm feeling guilty and I'm feeling like maybe I'm a little gross. When I'm at home, I'm like the grandparents from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm yeah. in bed like all the time. And if it was up to me, I would eat Thanksgiving in bed. I mean, oh give me gosh. a full four course meal in bed and I am down in it. I mean, do you like put a towel over yourself or something to protect your bed from the crumbs or you just get crumbs in the bed and like sweep them out? Oh what yeah, do you do? totally. I just <laughs> just kidding. No, I just put my Roomba on the bed and let it do it. I'm just, just kidding. Okay, what do you actually do? <laughs> what I actually do is I just try to avoid <laughs> spilling on the bed. 
And <laughs> I know that sounds so gross, but honestly, <sighs> I just enjoy eating in bed, man. I really do. It's oh nice. Gosh. Put on my show. I should probably go just sit on my couch and make that happen. That's kind of what I do. I yeah. just go sit on the couch. But this is like <laughs> the first time I have eaten in bed in so long. It felt weird. Now, I wouldn't use me as an example of how to live life. I'm, oh, probably, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably wise and smart that. of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it makes me feel better yeah. that I'm not the only person out there just like eating a cookie in bed, you me- know? Meanwhile, I'm eating... You know, chicken wings and wiping my fingers off on the comforter. Oh There's ketchup everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we've got Brienne from Hillsburg on the phone. Brienne, you said your husband eats in bed. What kind of stuff does he eat in bed? Anywhere from spaghetti to chips oh. and salsa. Yeah. He will eat in bed. I find crumbs in there all the time. Ew. It'd be like chip crumbs or like peanuts or... Like anything small that when I'm laying in bed, I roll over and I'm like, what is this? Why? I don't eat on my side of the, I I don't eat in my bed. Because in the middle of the night while you're sleeping and you roll and you feel something on your leg and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And you have to get up and brush the whole bed off. He never says anything. He says it's not him, it's the kids. I just found a spoon under his side of the bed yesterday when I was cleaning. (laughs) And it wasn't even a plastic one. It was an actual metal spoon. Wake up. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's Amber and Tanner on demand. The best of the week right now on Froggy 92.9. So I was at Trader Joe's yesterday just getting some snacks and I was getting past the checkout line. So I picked up some snacks, went out to my car, opened the snacks, took a handful threw them in my mouth, and I spit them out immediately because I quickly realized they were dog treats. What do they taste like? They taste like cardboard and peanut butter. Ew. Mixed together. Okay, well, at least it's peanut butter. Yeah. And not, like, beef-flavored. I feel like that would be pretty gross. Like one of those pepperoni sticks. Yeah. I've eaten one of those, I'm not gonna lie. Well, I give my dog all kinds of treats. He's got some good stuff in there. There's some with blueberries. There's some with, like, duck. I'm like, what? You get duck in these treats? I don't even get duck once a year. It's fancier than what we eat. But (laughs) those Trader Joe's packaging can be very confusing. Yeah, I just feel like companies need to put dog treats in bigger font because this isn't the first time I've eaten dog treats before. It's happened to me on multiple occasions. I'm not really sure what that says about you, Tanner. I think it says I don't (laughs) read the instructions or read labels that often. I assumed because it was up front that it was meant for human consumption. I I don't feel bad for you at this point. If this is like (laughs) multiple times you've eaten dog treats, I don't I don't have any sympathy for you. This is only like the third or fourth time. Only the third or fourth time you've eaten dog treats. How about this? I don't know anyone that's eaten dog treats. Oh, come on. Not, not one person. Not a, I can't even think of a single person that's done this. Not even someone that's been curious of, uh, or they thought to themselves, no, I, I wonder what this tastes like. I tried to think of that, too. I can't think of a single person that has looked at dog treats before and been like, hmm, this might taste good and tried it. My you know, friends are normal. You know what? Come to think of it. I don't think I know anyone that has You're either. You're lying. It was you. Yeah. You. It was you. You've yeah. done it. 
You tried a dog treat and you liked it. Just want everyone to know, listening in the car or on the app, you do have one friend that has eaten dog treats, and that friend is me. It's Tanner. (laughs) Tanner Chambers loves to eat dog food. They're they're really my favorite nutritious (laughs) snack, if you think about it. Uh, But no, I hated it. I spit it out immediately and brought it back to the store and went, hey, I don't have a dog. I didn't mean to buy this. And they went, you ate one, didn't you? I went, maybe. (laughs) Sure, I did. But Matt from Santa Rosa, you know somebody that ate cat food. Is that right? One of my best friends did. He woke up one morning, went to grab himself a bowl of cereal. I had the cat food sitting out because I already fed the cat. He grabbed it, put it in his bowl, added a thing of milk, took the first bite, looked at me, and he goes, dude. I go, what? He goes, I think your Lucky Charms is expired. (laughs) Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. The best of Amber and Tanner in the morning. Right now, it's Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9. So this weekend before I left our apartment, uh, my fiance Cole went to Netflix and he turned on this movie called A River Runs Through It. He said he'd never seen it before. And I said, oh, get ready to cry. Here's a box of tissues. And he's like, why? And I was like, I don't know. I watched that movie like years and years ago. And I, I remember being sad while watching it. Um, and if you've never seen it, Tanner, have you ever seen it? I haven't, no. It's a movie starring Brad Pitt. It's derived from a novel. It's also based on a true story. It's about these brothers that are fly fishing. I won't get into the whole synopsis of it, but just know it is likely to bring tears. It happens. And sometimes you have those movies that you can't watch in front of people that you don't know that well because you will cry. So that's one That's one movie that always makes me cry, of course. Just about everything makes me cry these days. I don't know if it's hormones or something. But Tanner, is there a movie that uh, you watch it every time it makes you cry? There's. This is going to make me sound like such a dork. I cry every time I watch Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. And I know, I know I'm a giant Star Wars nerd and all that stuff, but... There's a certain scene, and if you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to spoil it for you. The movie came out like 15 years ago. Yeah, let's get over that. (laughs) Uh, But there's a certain scene where, you know, the bad guys take over and they start attacking the young Jedis. And these Jedis are like five, six, seven to ten years old. And for some reason, when that happens, it gets me every time. I'm just like, but the children. It's messed up. It is. (laughs) Like, why is that necessary? It's not. Uh, well, we've got Adam from Windsor on the phone. Adam, is there a movie that makes you cry? It's, it's probably not Revenge of the Sith, but what is it? Anything that has to do with sports. I, I literally just watched a uh, movie this weekend about Kurt Warner's journey to the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, I teared up during that. <laughs> My wife loves it. It shows I'm a sensitive teddy bear. (laughs) (laughs) They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. This is Amber and Tanner On Demand. Miss something from the show this week? Catch up on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. Or on the new Froggy 92.9 app. What is the best way to diffuse road rage? So I don't have road rage very often. Amber, you witnessed <laughs> like one time I had road rage and it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you, you cut me off. <laughs> I am usually someone who receives a lot of road rage because I drive insanely slow. Uh, and I'm not sure what I did, but I was pulling out of my spot in a parking lot. And this guy 
was flailing his arms. I'm sure he had some colorful language. The person next to him, whether his wife, girlfriend, or friend, was like telling the guy to stop and stuff like that. And my instincts kicked in and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to participate in this. So I just gave the guy a thumbs up. <laughs> I smiled, gave a thumbs up, and I don't know what magic happened, but it immediately diffused the situation. And the guy just kind of laughed to himself. I think he realized he was being a bit of a jerk. Yeah, and, and you know, there's nothing good that ever comes from road rage. And maybe something was going on with him that day. He was stressed. He couldn't find... Maybe you were... Were, were you at a store or something? Were you at a restaurant? I was at Target. Okay, maybe you couldn't find what he needed at Target. And he was a little frustrated. <laughs> or maybe his wife or girlfriend made him go to Target and he didn't even want to be there. You know, something was going on with him on the inside that made him lash out at you. So you did the right thing. You know what? If he was lashing out because he didn't want to go to Target, I'm right right there with them because <laughs> I never want to go either. Uh, Amber, what is your reaction typically when people have road rage against you? Do you do anything specific? No, um, it's it, it's rarely happened to me, but I just ignore it. I don't even react to it. Not even a thumbs up. Yeah. I just move on with my life and you know, just even if I look at them, I don't do anything because I'll go home and I'll cry about it to myself <laughs> oh my and, goodness. and no one will ever know. Wow. They know now. They do know now. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it says about my driving that I received so much road rage, but I probably should work on that a little <laughs> bit. I'm getting some great responses on our Froggy Facebook page, How to Diffuse Road Rage, and here's what you said. Ellen from Ukiah says, move over and let them pass. Kylie from Santa Rosa said, kill them with kindness and smile at them. Oh, flesh them those pearly whites. <laughs> uh, David from Rona Park said, just ignore the idiot. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner. On demand. Every Saturday morning starting at 6 a.m. Want even more? Listen on your favorite podcast platform now, including the Froggy 92.9 app. Who can you be the most yourself around and why? So come as you are. So I was really struggling with my anxiety this past week, and it was pretty crippling. So I thought I tr would try to go in Chipotle and get myself some food, but I was having trouble going inside because of my anxiety. And after I got done, I was thinking, you know, I might, I might just feel better if I call my mom. Yeah. And I wondered why I felt that way. And I think it's because she's always been the person that I feel the most comfortable around, that I can be myself completely around her. She understands me like no one else. And I, I definitely don't feel judged or I feel like I have to be a certain way around my mom. You don't uh, have to filter yourself in any way. Yeah. You can just be authentically yourself. That's yeah. awesome. I don't have to be like, you know, I'm comfortable around me, my fiance, but he definitely has, you know, certain things about him. Like he hates when people chew loudly. So I have to be like very quiet. And it's just like little things like that. My mom doesn't care. With your uh, mom, you can have your <laughs> mouth wide open with mashed potatoes and she'll still be like, honey, I love you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. No, uh, but Tanner, who can you be the most yourself around and why? My girlfriend, Cammie. I 
am a weird dude. And I am the first person to admit that. Um, I'm even weirder at home. And my girlfriend, I feel like I don't have to filter myself at all, kind of like with your mom. I don't I don't have to think about my interactions with my girlfriend at right. all. And that's how I know it's a really good relationship. And I know a lot of people don't have that problem. A lot of people say, you know, we're true to ourselves all the time. Okay, well, you've never been weird before, apparently, <laughs> like Tanner and I. We have always been weird since birth. So yeah. uh, we do have to filter ourselves a lot. Which is fine. Yeah. People can't handle us. I feel like That's I'm really weird around you too. We're pretty weird together. Yep. <laughs> which is why we do a morning show. Weirdo and weirdo <laughs> in the morning. Who are these people in this room? <laughs> All right. So we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Who can you be the most yourself around and why? Heather from Santa Rosa said, my husband, when we're at home watching a movie or listening to music. So Jim Perona Park says, oh, so sweet. Uh, my beautiful wife, because we are equal weirdness. It's so important to have weirdness in your household. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in that. And uh, Dana from Windsor said, me, I am most myself when no one is around to judge me. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner Every Saturday morning, starting at 6 a.m. Want even more? Listen on your favorite podcast platform now, including the Froggy 92.9 app. What is something your partner is obsessed with that you're kind of sick of? So the NFL season is back, and my girlfriend is already sick and tired of football. Yeah. (laughs) So we went to a friend's house yesterday with you, Amber, your fiancé, Cole, to watch the 49ers take on the Bears. And when I got home, I watched more football. And then Sunday night rolled around, more football. And she said to me, Tanner, I can't take it anymore. We've been watching football all All day day. long. And I just, I can't do it anymore. Please, can we watch anything else? I'm going to talk about this a little more as the weeks goes on. As the weeks go on. But my fiance told me we can't make any more plans for the rest of the football season. He's like, for 16 weeks, you can't make any plans because I'm going to be glued in front of the TV watching, watching football every day. I'm like, every day? Every single day. He told me that I could go places, but I can't guarantee that he will go places with me. So football is now Monday, Thursday, Saturday with college football, Friday if you care about, you know, watching high school sports and Sunday. It's a lot happening and I understand the passion of wanting to watch football because I'm kind of like Cole in this situation. I mean, I want to be glued to my couch watching football because it's been a long off season. You know, I I feel like this obsession with football is so strange. (laughs) Like, you know, you guys pick a team to be upset about for the rest of the year. You're yeah. just like, okay, here, here, here's the one little team I'm going to be upset about for the rest of the year. It's going to determine my whole mood. Yeah, I mean, I was upset yesterday when the 49ers lost, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was really tough to watch. And the Seahawks play tonight, they're probably going to lose. I'm going to be upset again. <laughs> but... Uh, relationships are about compromise right and my girlfriend and i have a compromise for all this football watching that i'm going to be doing uh so i uh, she proposed to me that i can watch as much football as i want to if i watch the bachelorette with her on tuesday nights and you're gonna compromise yeah oh my gosh cold blood so would never it's more so her compromising because (laughs) football is a lot 
<laughs> it's the majority of the week. But uh, she asked, well, can we watch on Monday night because it airs, you know, over the weekend? We can watch. And I was like, wait, that's Monday night football. We can't do that. Can oh we do Tuesday? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I think that Cole did compromise with me yesterday. I was like, I want to go over to Danny's. I want to hang out with my friends. He's like, as long as you can somehow get the Falcons game on a TV, I'll go over there. Yeah. And it turns out we couldn't get the Falcons game on a TV. <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner on demand. Every Saturday morning starting at 6 a.m. Want even more? Yes. Listen on your favorite podcast platform now. Including the Froggy 92.9 app. I got a bunch of Netflix films. What is Netflix? You really not know how Netflix works? You wanted my Netflix password. Binge watch on Netflix. You're also in charge of the Netflix queue. To binge or not to binge, that is the question. Uh, Binge watching might be over for Netflix. They're thinking about moving away from that model and releasing episodes of series weekly, kind of like in, in the olden days when we used to watch cable television. Yeah, a you lot know? of streaming services are doing that now. Right, so Hulu does it, HBO Max does it, uh, and Netflix is doing this because they're facing all this competition, and they think the weekly format will keep viewers engaged over long periods of time. Uh, so, Tanner, where do you stand on this? Do you say release the whole season or weekly? What do you think? I... Love it when it's weekly. Okay. Because I simply can't catch up. It's hard for me to binge watch shows. Like, for example, when a new season of Stranger Things came out, Jen, who does afternoons here at Froggy 92.9, knocked it out in a day. And I have to avoid spoilers at all costs. Oh, that's a good point. The spoilers. Yeah. It eliminates spoilers. And it gives you something to look forward to when they're released weekly. So, you know, if House of the Dragon comes out on Sundays, you can look <laughs> forward to that. Uh, yeah, and if you do want to binge, you can just wait till the whole season comes out. Yeah. I mean, there's options for you if you're a binger. Uh, but I do like to binge. Like right now I'm binging, uh, not Stranger Things, uh, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, that series was released years and years ago. It's There's 15 seasons. I've got plenty of time yeah. to binge it. <laughs> uh, but I could go either way. And we took a poll on our Instagram at Froggy929. We were curious, would you rather binge or watch episodes weekly? 81% of people said binge. <laughs> I am really surprised by that. Me too, because I, think, I love the appointment viewing. I think we're spoiled. I think Netflix has spoiled us by releasing full seasons, you know, and has made us become couch potatoes. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. This is Amber and Tanner on demand. Miss something from the show this week? Catch up on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. Or on the new Froggy 92.9 app. You are given $100. What would you immediately spend it on? So for my birthday, I was given a total of $120 in Taco Bell gift cards. Wow. I want to say thank you to Amber. You coordinated around the office to get a lot of that money, and I just really appreciate it. 
I gotta be honest with you, I didn't expect people to give me that much money. I was like, it's Taco Bell. <laughs> you can give me $3, it'll be fine. Well, I assumed because it was Taco Bell, it would last me a very long time. <laughs> Amber, I have gone through the full $120 in Taco Bell gift cards in just two weeks. <laughs> That's gotta be a record. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I truly am. Don't be. I mean, it fed you for two weeks and... That's free food for you. I I don't think you should be ashamed. I ate it for breakfast and dinner nearly every night for two weeks. And I, <laughs> I swiped my uh, gift card there and they go, you only have a $10 balance. And I went, oh man, what Whoops. is wrong with me? <laughs> well, don't forget, you did buy me some Taco Bell one day. That's true. That's true. It was only $7, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Amber, it adds up. Just kidding. <laughs> it does. I panicked. I was like, oh, no, did I put too much on your card? No, I just had to bring around another gift card afterwards because <laughs> I had so many. Uh, Amber, you are given $100. Let's say it's for your birthday, for Christmas. Uh, what would you immediately spend it on? I want to believe that I would buy groceries with it, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'd probably use it to buy whatever is in my Amazon cart right now. You're giving me some good ideas for your birthday in February. <laughs> Writing that down on my what, hand. groceries you're going to get or buy my Amazon cart. You don't want to do that. Either or. Probably Amazon so you can buy yourself something fun. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. Do you get anxious at the beach? Justin Moore says he does. Cause we're the woman you love, you talk all night. I get anxiety at the beach. I'm constantly counting kids. Inevitably, they're supposed to stay right in this lane, and they spread out further and further and further. And So I, I feel like it's a lot more work for me. And Kate's like, they're fine. I'm like, yeah, but we got to take all these home with us. We ain't leaving one here. <laughs> he is so cute. <laughs> I love him so much. He's got such a great voice. And I totally understand where he's coming from about being anxious at the beach. Because I remember my nanny used to take my cousins and I to the beach, to Florida all the time. And if we went a little too far boogie boarding, she would stand up in her beach chair and try to wave us back in. And I'm just like out there in my shark boogie board. Like enjoying the waves. You're like, Grandma, I'm just having a good time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I live for this. <laughs> uh, so, Tanner, do you feel the same way at the beach? I mean, we're not parents, yeah. but I can understand the beach could get pretty stressful. <laughs> if I ever become a father, I will be such a helicopter parent. My kid will be ankle deep in the water and be like, don't you go above those shins. No. <laughs> but my parents, it was the exact opposite. They they were enjoying the beach themselves. They didn't care what my brother and I were doing, <laughs> which I don't know how to swim when I, and yeah. I didn't know when I was a kid. So they probably didn't have much to worry about. Did you have floaties at least or a life vest? Or I had anything? like at least six floaties. I had one around my waist, two on Don't my worry. arm, probably one on my ankle. <laughs> worried about you, Tanner. Yeah. Never, never going to get... I'll get anxious if I go to the beach with you as adults. <laughs> you absolutely I'm should. I'm just going to be like, we have to watch out for Tanner. He'll sink. <laughs> Is he wearing his floaties? with Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. On the radio and in your pocket. Download Amber and Tanner on demand right now on your favorite podcast app. Amber and Tanner, Sonoma County's number one morning show. Only on Froggy 92.9. My brother is getting married.
the wedding is next year, and I'm excited that I'm going to be the best man at his wedding. So I'm in charge of the bachelor party. Oh, exciting. <laughs> it's the best part. I'm a little nervous about it. I'm not going to lie. And I'm wondering, what is the number one rule I should consider when planning a bachelor party? Amber, I know you've been to bachelorette parties. What is something I should think about while I'm trying to plan this? Well, I really tried hard to plan my friend Sydney's bachelorette party around what she wanted. And she told me she wanted something really chill. She didn't want anything too big. And she told me exactly who she wanted to invite. And I just made sure to stick to that. Yeah. Something chill, something by a pool is what she wanted, something local. So I would just talk to your brother and make sure, well, make sure that his ideas and wants are realistic first. Yeah. (laughs) I guess my big question is like, do I tell him everything that's going on? Is there that open line of communication or is it supposed to be some sort of surprise or it probably varies person to person? Yeah, that is actually a good point. And maybe some people do want surprises. You could throw a little bit of surprise stuff in there oh yeah where does he want to go he wants to go to palm springs okay and so i feel like palm springs you know he's really into golf he wants to hang out and that's all i got so far (laughs) that sounds great yeah it sounds like a pretty relaxed bachelor party whereas a lot of people are you know getting crazy in vegas doing all this stuff so i feel like i actually lucked out gosh that sounds like it would make my back hurt (laughs) getting crazy in vegas on our froggy facebook page facebook.com slash froggy 929 we're talking about the number one rules you should consider when planning a bachelor or bachelorette party deanna from sebastopol says keep relationship boundaries in mind for the party planner Rebecca from Santa Rosa said, keep it fun, but keep two people in charge. Ricardo from Rona Park says, have alcohol. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. This is Amber and Tanner on demand. Miss something from the show this week? Catch up on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. Or on the new Froggy 92.9 app. So have you ever performed at a talent show? Want to know what you did, what you performed? 6361-HOP. Because four University of South Carolina football players recently performed Darius Rucker's Wagon Wheel after their team hosted a talent show for the freshman players. Um, And what's really cool about this is Darius actually gave them a shout out after they tweeted the video of the performance, which is really cute, by the way. They did really good. (laughs) I'm impressed. Honestly, a lot better than I expected. Uh, So, Tanner, did you ever perform at a talent show? I did. It was actually required for us to perform at the talent show when I was in third grade. And I was in orchestra at the time, so I was like, I don't know, I'll play my viola, see what happens. I decided to do a little improv with my viola, and I started river dancing. (laughs) And I actually got kicked out of orchestra because of it. Oh my gosh, they told me why I, did you do that? I thought it was funny. I could tell everyone was getting bored, so I wanted to make everybody laugh, and I sure did, and I got in trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like you, Tanner, I was. it was required for me to be in my school's talent show in some way because I was part of this organization called the Anchor Club, and the Anchor Club was putting on the talent show. We were trying to raise money for the school, and uh, I, I, could, I couldn't do anything but play piano and guitar, 
and it was easier to carry my guitar on stage. So I just like wrote this little instrumental and played and it was like three minutes and then I walked off and I was like, I sorry, that wasn't great. I'm sure it was <laughs> awesome. And how cool it is, is it that you wrote a song? Well, my friends did really cool things like they put on skits and all this fun stuff. My friend did an impression of Britney Spears and it was great. And I yeah. was just like, you're like, by the way, here's Wonderwall. Got something to say? You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner on demand. Available on the Froggy 92.9 app, froggy929.com, and Saturday mornings on the radio. It's Amber and Tanner anywhere, anytime. Only on Froggy 92.9. Is it ever okay to confront somebody at a movie theater? So over the weekend, I saw the new Doctor Strange movie. Now, my girlfriend's sister, Bailey, she's 14 years old, was in town. So my girlfriend, myself, and Bailey all saw the new Doctor Strange movie. Was it any good? What did you think? I think it was excellent. You know, a lot different than I thought it was going to be. I don't know if little kids should see that movie. It was pretty scary at some points. (laughs) Okay, how old is Bailey? 14. Okay, was it okay for a 14-year-old? Mm. Okay. It was a little iffy, but what wasn't okay was I was at the movie and all these like 14, 15 year olds were running around the movie theater like crazy. I mean, I counted five times that four or five teenagers would stand up and start running down the stairs. They dropped their popcorn. And after the fifth time they're running out of the theater, I stopped everything I was doing and I went, slow down. Yikes. <laughs> and then Cam and her sister were like, okay, old man. <laughs> Do you think they heard you? Did they slow down? Oh, they didn't slow down at all, but they definitely heard me. The whole theater heard me. They were like, where did that come from? They I, looked for an old man. They didn't see one. It's just I, you. I don't even know where it came from. I mean, honestly, I was getting so frustrated that I'd, I had enough of it. And it, they were just ruining the movie for everybody. So I felt like somebody had to speak up. So that person so happened to be me. Um, I've been in situations where I've been in a movie theater and someone's been really disruptive. This girl brought her newborn, which is fine, but it was like a midnight showing of a movie and the baby was crying and someone ended up going and telling a manager and they were like, hey, ma'am, like, you're not allowed to have your newborn in here if it's going to cry. It's yeah. kind of, you know, ruining the whole experience for everyone. So if things get bad, you can always just go get a manager. Yeah. Uh, that's probably what I should have done. I caused a little bit of a scene. And the teenagers didn't come back, so I felt like I had some vengeance. Okay. <laughs> so on our Instagram, we asked, is it okay to ever confront somebody at a movie when they're being disruptive? And here's what you said. Uh, 62% said yes, it is okay, while 38% said no. We wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Amber and Tanner on demand. Every Saturday morning starting at 6 a.m. Want even more? Yes. Listen on your favorite podcast platform now. Woohoo! Including the Froggy 92.9 app. So when someone is sleepwalking and talking, is there cause for concern?
And I'm asking because my fiance's sleep talking is getting pretty bad. And I'm pretty sure he's been sleepwalking as well. Really? Yep. Is he like going out in the living room and stuff like that? It's worse. I caught him outside in his underwear and (gasps) flip-flops at 2 a.m. the other day. You're kidding. He said he was throwing away trash, but... I don't know what he was doing. Throwing away trash in the middle of the <laughs> night in his underwear. That's he's suspicious. <laughs> he's going he's he's to hate me for this. He's going to hate me for this. Uh, but it, it's just what it is. He's been screaming in his sleep, too. Just outrageous. And at least we not forget this one. He would definitely be by then. God, I hope. <laughs> God, I hope. But the other night... <laughs> I captured some more. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, absolutely. I've got a folder on my phone of cool talking <laughs> in his sleep. Um, I wrote the chord, chord. Just a, a rhyming session. Yeah, he's just rapping. Chord, chord. chord. <laughs> I said it to him. He's like, that's not me. <laughs> yes, it is. Th- this would be so amusing. If I were you, does it get annoying? Ever? Yes. Okay. Because he screams. He goes, <laughs> at the top of his lungs and either I'm just sitting there watching TV or I'm asleep and I just look over at him and I think that maybe he might be possessed. Is this a newer thing? The screaming and the shouting? Because I knew yeah. he talked in his sleep but I wonder why. I have no earthly idea. And especially what makes me nervous is he walked out of the house in his undies. <laughs> <laughs> It was very concerning. And he he opened the door to come back in and he looked at me and said, what are you doing? And I said, you don't get to ask me what I'm doing. You're outside and you're underwear and flip-flops. Yeah. He said, I was just throwing away the trash. What are you doing up in the middle of the night, Amber? <laughs> yeah, it was me. Is there a breeze going on? What's going on here? Do you think I should be concerned? Yeah. <laughs> The fact. What do I do? The fact that he's going outside. Maybe we can talk to a sleep specialist or something like that. That's where I would go because walking outside in the middle of the night—that's scary. Yeah. Uh, so I read this thing that says sleep talking is mostly harmless, but people who scream in their sleep suffer from a disorder. And I'm gonna have to look more into this. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's concerning. It's gonna be a good day with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time. They're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. This is Amber and Tanner on demand. Miss something from the show this week? Catch up on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. Or on the new Froggy 92.9 app. Post went viral on Reddit, and the post is, you get a thousand bucks per person you annoy. What is the fastest way you can become a billionaire? And here are some of the responses we found. One person said, make a DIY video on painting your car with house paint. And someone is next to me telling me how amazing it looks. (laughs) Another said, make three unskippable ads in YouTube. 
Oh, that's annoying. Uh, one user said, people here are thinking too small. Cause a significant delay in the start of a big game. They used the examples like Super Bowl, World Series, Stanley Cup, etc. And then they said, everyone there in the millions watching at home will be annoyed. Boom, instant billionaire. They're kind of right. That's genius. Yeah. I love Reddit because we find out how smart people are. And uh, again, the question is, you get $1,000 per person you annoy. What is the fastest way... You can become a billionaire. Uh, personally, I would carry around a speaker everywhere I go and play this song at random times in public spaces. Now, the kids would love it. The parents would absolutely hate me and get annoyed. I would go to, like, the Santa Rosa Plaza. I would go to restaurants. I would go to weddings and crank this up and annoy people. And with every person I annoy, I get $1,000, and I'd be on a fast track to become a billionaire. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I think it might work. Yeah. Amber, fill in the blank right now. You get $1,000 per person you annoy. What is the fastest way you can become a billionaire? Whoa, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? I wasn't listening. You get $1,000 per person you annoy. What is the fastest way you can become a billionaire? I'm going to have to ask you to repeat yourself one more time. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. On the radio and in your pocket. Download Amber and Tanner on demand right now on your favorite podcast app. Amber and Tanner, Sonoma County's number one morning show. Only on Froggy 92.9. Why do you think people just don't answer the phone anymore? Hello. Well, I called my mom the other day. I was upset because she didn't answer. <laughs> and not only did she not answer, uh, I told you all this, Tanner, but she proceeded to send me videos and memes on like Facebook and Instagram <laughs> and even TikTok. And I finally got to the point and I was like, woman, I called you. What could have been so important? Like, I'm your life. Yeah. Like, why are you not answering the phone? She wouldn't call me back. She just kept sending me those videos on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm like, what has happened? What is I, going on? I feel so guilty saying this, but I do the exact same thing to people all the time. It's hilarious that you can go through three apps, <laughs> but not the phone app. I mean, I, it's great that she's still communicating with me. Yeah. That's fine. But why aren't you answering the phone? <laughs> I had something important to tell her. I think in our world, that's where we're going towards. Like, we don't answer phone calls anymore. It's all about text messages, Instagram memes, and it's becoming our new way of communication. And it's funny that it's flipped. Like, usually it's the mom complaining that the daughter doesn't answer yeah. or communicate. And now it's me. I feel like the mom and the adult in the situation. <laughs> and I'm like, quit being on Facebook and Instagram all the time. <laughs> Call well, me. What am I going to have to do? Take away your phone? I mean, mom. <laughs> so, why, I mean, why don't you think people answer the phone anymore? You said, like, that's the way the world is going yeah. now. I think it makes reasons? a lot of people feel anxious because they're kind of put on the spot in one way or another and they can't type a message and then delete it, then go again. Uh, personally, I like phone calls. I like FaceTime a lot. Um, but I think that's where the world's going a little bit. Oh, I hate FaceTime. I'll do a phone call all day. Don't FaceTime me. Okay. I don't like it. That's good for me to know. Just write it. Well, you would never FaceTime me. <laughs> Probably you not. Do it. You see me enough. <laughs> I don't want to see her face. 
<laughs> you call me about one thing. You're just like, hey, can you do can you do this tomorrow? Okay. Well, we did ask on Facebook. Um, sorry, no Instagram. See, I don't even know what's what anymore. <laughs> Is it TikTok? Um, <laughs> we asked on TikTok. Uh, no, uh, we asked what are some reasons people don't answer the phone anymore on at Amber and Tanner in the morning on our story. We're getting a lot of great responses. Like Diane from Sebastopol. The smartphone ruined the joy of phone calls. Do you think that's because, you know, we used to wait for a phone call from our friends all the time and yeah. now we can just talk to them through text messaging? I remember sitting in my kitchen waiting for my friends to call. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, no, Al Alden's calling me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jeff from Hillsburg says, it's because we have to deal with the flood of scammy robocalls, which makes the sound of your phone buzzing about 900% more annoying than it used to be. That's true, too. That's a very good point. Yeah. Zoe from Windsor said, texting is more convenient. I don't have time anymore for an unwanted and unscheduled phone call. Oh, man. Imagine my mom saying that about me. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Tanner On Demand. Available on the Froggy 92.9 app, froggy929.com, and Saturday mornings on the radio. It's Amber and Tanner anywhere, anytime. Only on Froggy 92.9. Do you know anybody with a strange sleeping habit? So I woke up in the middle of the night to my girlfriend watching cooking ASMR videos. And if you don't know ASMR videos, it's basically sounds that relax you, so you'll get videos like can't hear that yeah. I'm tapping on the microphone <laughs> and you get people like I hope you have a good night <laughs> yeah it's like auditory sensory videos or something that's what it's called yeah. right that's but what my, it stands for my girlfriend's been watching cooking ASMR videos so you'll just hear bacon sizzling in the middle of the night mm. and that is exactly what I think Amber I'll <laughs> wake up in the middle of the night and be like and I, I almost smell it I go is someone cooking up something good right now. This bacon sounds so good right I could go for a snack, and that's why I think in the middle of the night. So I asked my girlfriend to stop watching these videos because it's making me hungry in the middle of the night, yeah. and I start dreaming about food. <laughs> well, she does this to relax. Maybe she has memories of childhood where her dad woke up and started cooking bacon. That's kind of where I'm going with this because yeah. I definitely have memories of my dad cooking bacon. What dad doesn't cook bacon? That's but. true. <laughs> Even my dad cooked bacon, and I haven't spoken to him in 10 years. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I understand I have certain rituals that I do to help myself fall asleep. What do you do? Uh, I play this game called Bubble Witch 3 on my phone until I start to get sleepy. It's just kind of a mindless game where you have to line up the colors of bubbles and eliminate them. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It relaxes about? you? That's really, that's awesome. Yeah, until I get tired. It just makes sense to me, so it, it helps me fall asleep. What is that called again? I, I, I need something like that. Bubble Witch 3. Not one, not two, three. 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 <laughs> Dan from Sebastopol, who has a weird sleeping habit in your life? At my house, we have an attic fan, which is just a fan that's recessed into the ceiling into the main hallway upstairs outside of all the bedrooms. And my dad cannot sleep without that thing on. <laughs> Granted, our house that we live in was built in the 60s, and this fan sounds like it. <laughs> it is the loudest, clunkiest fan. Like, you can be in the living room downstairs and you will hear it. It's loudest when it starts up, and then it just has a really loud hum, kind of like a... Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up. And the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. 
the best of Amber and Tanner in the morning. Right now, it's Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9. Carrie Underwood participated in the TikTok trend where people share pictures from their teen years to the song Teenage Dirtbag. this trend it's exploded all over the internet and basically it's where you share embarrassing pictures of yourself from your teenage years and kind of laugh about it carrie said quote as someone who was a teenager when this song was actually on the radio enjoy the awkwardness (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she looks like a pretty normal teenager i'm looking at the picture she posted right now yeah she's just got like a nice smile and she's wearing this like v-neck shirt she just looks like a normal teenager of the trend not so bad she she her pictures aren't that <laughs> bad compared to a lot of other people she's uh, wearing like a puka shell necklace or something it's great <laughs> amber uh, what were your teenage dirtbag years like did, did you make any bold decisions would is there anything you're embarrassed about of course there's plenty i'm embarrassed about i was one of the kids that had the scene phase and if you don't know what that is just uh, google it you'll see very quickly uh but it's funny my our boss jim was talking to me the other day and he looked at me he was like you were a good student weren't you and i was like yes how do you know <laughs> and i i did really like consider myself a dirt bag but i definitely had that awkward phase like we, everyone else did we all do <laughs> and right now i might be in my awkward phase because i have a mullet and i can't wait to laugh about it <laughs> in like 10 years oh <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't say this is your awkward phase uh, Hopefully not. I don't think it is. I, I think you're peeking. I definitely had. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. Peeking with your mullet and your creepy mustache. Creepy mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Would you call it a trash dash? <laughs> oh, I was going to say that on air. <laughs> oh, sorry. Dude, that's just between you and I. Well, I definitely had my teenage dirtbag years. At one point, and this might shock you on the radio or listening on the Froggy 92.9 app, I had long hair. A nose ring, and with my long hair, I never washed it because I thought it looked cool. I mean, I gotta be honest with you, I don't think anybody's surprised by that. You don't think so? No. Maybe a few people. <laughs> <laughs> Cut this with Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9.